you go on. That's who you belong with. He's one of your kind. I'll see you again. I promise. And welcome back to another special episode of the Wombas Lair podcast. I am your host, Carl LeClaire, and I will be doing a brief kind of end of the year episode looking at that final goodbye between Grogu and Mando at the end of the season two finale, chapter 16, The Rescue. And I essentially want to look at this through the music, um, specifically the music that Ludwig Gordonson chooses to give us in his second to last track on the season two soundtrack, which is obviously available now to, to listen anywhere you can get music. Um, and, uh, I feel like he's just doing such beautiful storytelling with just the music and it really captures so much of the emotion that's packed into this, you know, four to five minute scene. And, you know, it, already almost, you know, two weeks removed from the finale, this particular scene is probably one of the most beautiful scenes in all of Star Wars, in my opinion. And uh, I think that's because of the amount of emotion that's packed into this as um, Din says goodbye to Grogu and uh, all the emotion that goes with that. So Again, I just want to look at the this one track. Um, I over the Christmas break, um, while I was doing some traveling, um, you know, I had uh, the uh, soundtrack show going, which is hosted by David W. Collins, and listening to him break down the music of Home Alone, which is my all time favorite Christmas movie. It just kind of reinvigorated me to to look at music from that storytelling lens, and that's what I want to do with this particular episode. So I'm going to be specifically looking at the track titled um, Open the Door, which is, like I said, the second to last track on the season two, volume two soundtrack from Ludwig Gorenson. And I'm just going to talk us through this, uh, point out some things that I noticed where he's using callbacks to uh, other themes that he's used throughout the season musically, and just looking at kind of the story that's being told in this not even five minutes of music. So without further ado, let's let's begin this. And the track, of course, begins as Luke Skywalker comes into the room. Um, he's finished, you know, kind of dismantling and just obliterating the Dark Troopers. And the track opens with the music they choose to use while Luke is kind of kicking butt um, on his way to the bridge. And, uh, and this is how it begins, of course. Right, it's that that music we just heard from um, 
from the previous track. And and it's uh, that track is called A Friend. Here's how that begins, right? It's the same thing. It's that guitar riff. Um, and I love the way these notes rock back and forth. There's almost a Dies Irae in there, right? Uh, again, if, if you have been listening to anything by David Collins, you know that Dies Irae is the, the Western theme for... Um, the song of death, the sound of death, as David Collins likes to call it. Um, and I think it's really interesting that that's the type of uh, the melody that he begins as Luke begins his uh, his journey to the bridge as he starts, you know, going to battle with these um, dark troopers. And um, I don't know, it, it's it's really cool that it's played on guitar. Um, that riff is so cool. Uh, it's on an electric guitar as opposed to an acoustic guitar, which Ludwig uses a lot of acoustic guitar in the Mandalorian, um, which obviously does a great job of capturing that Western feel. But what I love about this particular, uh, track, the way he's playing it again, here's how it, it begins. Uh, you know, you got, you've got some violin under it here for open the door. Um, so again, it, you know, it's, it's, it's so good that he's, um, burying what I, again, I, this is just what I'm hearing. I could be wrong, but again, I, I'm, I'm hearing the DSERA notes, the D do D do. Um, he's playing it a little bit differently, of course, but it sounds like those notes are rocking back and forth and makes sense. Luke is bringing death to the dark troopers. Uh, it's, it's kind of an interesting play on music, right? So many folks have pointed out how this scene is a kind of a mirror of Darth Vader kicking butt at the end of rogue one. Um, you know, and I think it just makes a lot of sense that Luke does come to bring death, uh, to these dark troopers. Uh, so it's neat that he's telling us that with the, the musical notes, but also I want to point out that the first time the force is ever used in the Mandalorian is, is of course in chapter two, the child, when the child uses the force to suspend the mudhorn in the air and hold him in place while, uh, to keep, you know, in order to keep uh, the Mando safe. And, you know, and, and um, I think it's really cool that he brings it back to uh, the guitar here with this riff. Just to have this fresh in your ear, this is, again, the, the music that Ludwig scored for that scene in Chapter 2 uh, with the fight with the Mudhorn and the child uses the force for the first time. Again, like, it's so clear. It's being played on guitar. So it's just, I find it really, really interesting that he, you know, kind of goes back to a guitar riff to, um, you know, uh, indicate that the force is at work. So, uh, I don't know. I just, I just think it's so brilliant that he, he, um, puts this riff as Luke comes into the room and comes, comes through the whole ship, you know, bringing death to the dark troopers. He gives it a, uh, a really cool melody on the, on the guitar. So again, this is how that track begins. Back to open the door. Back to what we were doing after I, of course, digressed. And, of course, we're going to get the statement of the Force theme now. This transitions here, right?
the force has shown up in the person of Luke. Um, and I want to note too here why I really love that it's Luke Skywalker here at the end. So excuse me a moment while I take a quick departure from the music in um, specifically, but even with the music, Ludwig Gordonson is playing the force theme for the first and only time in this, in this show, right? Uh, something I think a lot of folks were excited about before the Mandalorian even first came out was the prospect of a show without the Jedi, without the force, without that mystical side of star Wars. There's a lot of folks that really like those other aspects of star Wars. I am not one of those folks. I love Star Wars because of the Force and the mystical side in the Jedi. Um, but I think things like Mandalorian and even the movie Solo have shown me that I don't need those things to love a Star Wars story. But I think it's really interesting. You know, they've established, as, you know, again, going all the way back to Chapter 2, it's established that the child, that Grogu, has the Force and can use the Force. Um, so that being said, I think we know at some point the Mandalorian is going to run into some sort of force user, Jedi, what have you. And of course, he's already done that with uh, Ahsoka, you know, just a few chapters before the finale. Um, but here you have Luke Skywalker himself, and you have this kind of triumphant statement of the force theme. It's being played on what I think is a French horn, which is exactly what is used to be played. You know, that that famous piece of music, the binary sunsets, it's, it's played on a on a French horn. It's this very triumphant moment, if you will, in the show when Luke shows up. And I think the reason I love it so much, again, that it's Luke, is because it really draws the story of the Mandalorian into, if you will, uh, the sacred story of the Skywalkers, right? So I know a lot of people did not want, <laughs> you know, this story in any way to tie to the Skywalker saga, and I totally get that. Um, and I think that that's a totally valid point. And if that's if that's where you still stand, I'm not tr going to try to convince you otherwise. But I just want to tell you why, for me, this really works. Um, again, I think Luke, first and foremost, he is a Jedi. He is the Jedi at this time in the Star Wars canon and the timeline, right? This is five years after Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi is all about the fact that Luke will bring a return to the Jedi. He is the living, living embodiment of the Jedi order. Now Ahsoka obviously does not attest to that. She does not want to be that. Um, as we learned in, in the episode between her and Mandalorian, but Luke is exactly that Luke is the future of the Jedi. He is the one who's out there clearly looking for force users because he's obviously intending to reignite the Jedi order and whatever that might means. Obviously we know where it's going to go, but at this point of his journey, he's out there seeking to rebuild something. And I think it's really awesome that the Mandalorian story crosses over in a lot of ways. And again, I'm, I'm, I'm using maybe interesting language here. But if you will, in the, in the Star Wars universe, of all the stories that are out there, I think it's safe to say that the Skywalker saga, episodes one through nine, are kind of the bedrock of Star Wars. Even if it's not your favorite Star Wars it is the bedrock of Star Wars. So by bringing the story of the Mandalorian into that story, I think in a, it makes the story of Grogu and, and Din something even more sacred. It's crossed paths with the story of Star Wars. Um, so I love it. I love that it's Luke Skywalker there. And it really gives um, this special quality to the relationship between Grogu and Din. 
um, it's now literally been swallowed up by the force itself. Uh, again, I've said this a lot of times on the show. One of my favorite quotes in all of Star Wars it comes from the Clone Wars episode. Um, oh gosh, I can't remember the title, but it's the one where they go to Ilum to build their lightsabers with the younglings. And Yoda says, a, the force made visible a Jedi is. So in this particular scene, Luke is the force made visible. The force itself comes to you know, uh, take part in the story and the journey and the adventure of Grogu and Mandalorian. And there's something triumphant about it. The force is here. And it really, to me, makes that relationship between these two characters something sacred in the language of Star Wars, if you will. So again, musically speaking, at this point, Ludwin gives us, again, for the first and only time, the force theme. Um, and I think that that's pretty darn epic. And again, I love that it doesn't resolve itself there. It's reaching. The force theme is reaching it. And this is that moment where Luke literally reaches his hand out and says, come, you know, come little one. And, uh, the way that Peyton Reed chooses to shoot that particular shot is quite wonderful. It's kind of over Luke's shoulder. It's not looking at Luke. It's, it's almost like the point of view of Luke with his hand extended to Grogu. Um, and I feel like musically the way he kind of leaves the force theme unresolved and kind of lingering up there, kind of at that higher note, it is a force itself. It's, it's extending itself to Grogu through the person of Luke. And, you know, for that brief moment, I think for Din, it's like he doesn't want and he says he doesn't want to go with you, <laughs> you know, and I think that there's a hopefulness in the way he says that he doesn't want to say goodbye to Grogu. I think that's pretty darn clear. Um, so, again, just musically speaking, this is a beautiful moment where Ludwig tells us that the, the force is making this invitation. So hold that note. I wish I could tell you what instrument this is, but it's just quite beautiful. <laughs> Again, he's bringing in all these strings to give us the emotion of the moment. And here, the uh, uh, with all that emotion, right? Like Luke says to to Din, you know, he he does want to come. He just wants your permission. So Din has to make that hard choice, the, that selfless choice that is the heart of all Star Wars love, the selfless choice to, to give Grogu that permission to go become something more than he could be with Din. Um, and the music captures that with the strings. I think it's just this very emotional moment as he makes that decision and says, you know, you, you, this is who you belong with. These are your people. And here the music transitions to me is almost like this melancholy. So again, very emotional, but almost it, it gives me the sense of melancholy. They know what they have to do, but it's really hard. It's uncomfortable. Strings are straining that out some more. 
And this is where um, Din is obviously making that promise that he'll see him again. And now the music is going to change once again. So what's interesting here on the score uh, for the track, Open the Door, the music completely goes seamlessly. There's no break in the music. But um, I played the clip right at the top of the show here where you actually notice that the music stops. There is like this brief pause of silence before this particular music begins, um, which I don't know if this is meant to be the child's theme or the theme of the the relationship of Grogu and Din. I'm not quite sure. Um, and in a second, I'm going to point out a couple other places we've heard this music already this season and what that might mean. But the music changes now into this moment of wonder as the child is being held by, um, by the Mandalorian and he reaches up to touch the helmet, um, implying that it's time to remove that so he can look on him with his own eyes. So the first time we heard this particular uh, theme is in chapter 10, um, The Passenger, which I think for a lot of folks, myself included, it was not a favorite episode from the season. Um, but again, like I said, ne- next week, Jason and I are going to be back to do a whole recap of season two. And um, I really feel like when I do that rewatch, chapter 10 is going to uh, be a lot higher in my book, um, even uh just because of what I think that that chapter is really about. It's about the relationship between Grogu and Din, not just being someone protecting him, but actually one of a, a parent with their child. Um, but the first time we hear this music is when Grogu goes and sees the eggs that um, Mama Frog is carrying with her. And to me, it just captures this sense of wonder. Uh, and this is, this is coming from um, the track entitled Snacks <laughs> um, from the season two score. And it's at about the, the 22nd mark. But if you notice, we're going to get the, the first time we hear this music. And again, it's, it's got like this childish feel to it, almost like a fairy tale, something very innocent, but something full of wonder, right? Grogu is captivated, absolutely captivated by these eggs and uh, it, it it's this musical moment that fills us with wonder. And I think the reason that Ludwig brings this music in to, to start this moment of the reveal of Din's face to Grogu is because it's him using the music to grab our attention and say, hey, look, something wonderful is about to happen. Something quite beautiful is about to take place. And that music is just so, so good. So let me uh, let me go cue this back up, right? So here we have it in the track. Open the door. Ludwig is calling our attention to this wonderful, beautiful moment.
So there's been this wonderful moment that just played out in front of our eyes. The music captures that quite beautifully. As Grogu and Din look at each other for the first time face to face, not helmet to face. And Grogu even reaches up and touches his face. And Ludwig tells him to not be afraid. It's okay to go. Um, and then the music transitions now into this other beautiful piece that Ludwig introduced to us in chapter, uh, excuse me, in season two. Um, so let's continue to listen. So um, this pe- this particular piece is heard. Um, it's it's the track called "Reunited," and it's that moment when Mama Frog gets to see Papa Frog, and they come running to each other and embrace in this just beautiful moment of shared love and intimacy. And this comes from the track on the score called "Reunited," and it starts around the forty six second mark. Um, but let's take a listen to this. Sorry about that. It's right here. Here we go. You know, why is Ludwig choosing to use this particular theme he created in this particular moment? To me, I think it's because it's ultimately about, first and foremost, it's the first real communal moment between Din and Grogu. Again, there's that vulnerability of his helmet being off. There's the vulnerability of him setting aside this creed he's been living his whole life in order to look on his child with love. That's quite beautiful. And I think, again, the first time we really hear this theme is in this moment of two characters coming together in love, in Mama Frog and Papa Frog, or as some people like to call them, Frog Lady and, I guess, Frog Man. I, I don't know what the other one's called, but <laughs> I like to use the language of Mama and Papa Frog because that's what my partner came up with, and I think she's quite right. Um, but that being said, uh, I think it's really quite clear why Ludwig gives us that particular theme in this moment. It's this moment of pure intimacy between Grogu and Din. Um, But if you notice in the track, he plays through it a second time when R2-D2 comes rolling in. Um, So here, where is it? Here we go. It's the first playthrough. As R2 comes rolling in, beeping and chirping. And interestingly enough, Grogu goes over to him and almost seems to recognize him. It could make sense that R2 has seen Grogu before. Uh, The fact that he was in the temple 
up till around the time of Order 66, there's no reason to think that R2 hasn't seen Grogu at some point strolling through the, the corridors of the Jedi Temple. So again, this might be a stretch here, but I find it interesting that the, the thematic music is this music of reunion, as if Grogu and R2 are having a brief reunion here in this moment. So again, that might be a bit of a stretch, but musically speaking, that was what Ludwig gave us the first time we heard this theme with Mama and Papa Frog. So again, I think it's first and foremost, I think it's mostly there to indicate this moment of, of pure vulnerable intimacy between Grogu and Din. But I think it could also serve the second purpose, the fact that he plays through the theme twice and it's played through the second time, almost a little bit lighter, a little bit more jubilantly as R2 rolls in. Like there's this, this a fun side to it as if these two characters are going to have some adventures together too. They're, they're reuniting. They've, they've known each other before. Um, so I guess we'll have to see if that plays out at all in the future. Um, but we're almost done with the music here. Let's let it keep rolling and, and see what else Ludwig is telling us. So, of course, some more strings. That, that wonder theme played under it once again. So as Luke picks up the child and starts to leave, I think it's... You know, the strings are really rising in the track here, again, really evoking that emotion of of how hard this moment is. And yet under that is kind of this countered melody of that theme of wonder, that something wonderful is also still happening, even though it really hurts and it really stinks that these two have to part ways right now. Uh, There's something wonderful in that moment. So you've got that that melody of wonder. Also, but on the top of it, this these strings really helping us feel in our heart the emotion of how hard this moment is. Um, and then the music is going to keep rising here. And I love how that we bring in a horn here, right? I don't know if that's a trumpet or what, but it's definitely a horn. And boom, here it comes. Again, uh, as probably so many of you know, right, horns are often used in Western music to denote royalty. You know, you, you, you play a French horn or you play a, a trumpet to announce the coming of a king. There's something um, very regal about the use of horns. And the way the horns come in here as Luke is carrying Grogu away, again, the strings are there to tell our hearts that this moment is hard. But the trumpets are also now kind of ushering the sense of, but now Grogu goes into an even grander destiny. There is this triumphant horn music being played that uh, something regal, something majestic is happening in our midst. And I love how these two types of music are being played together. Again, the emotions of the strings, but the triumphant regality um, of the horns. Just absolutely brilliant. So let's just back that up, play through it one more time. Right? 
Did you all catch that? I'm sure you did. But of course, those were the opening notes to the Mandalorian theme played right there as well. So you've got this, this, these horns really reaching this crescendo moment. Again, it's kind of this, this high point and tr- huge changing point in the story as Grogu leaves with Luke Skywalker. But there's something so majestic about it. And then it comes back again. The camera takes us back to look at Din and, and obviously all the emotion in his eyes. But it plays just the first few notes of of his theme. Those, those same first notes from his from his theme. And I think musically, what Ludwig is kind of telling us there is that uh, Din has really come into his own. He has really become the hero of this story. And it kind of brings us back to the beginning of the story. When he first, because the, you know, when he first sees the child, when he first sees Grogu and makes kind of this entry into a whole new way of being a whole new way of living and a whole new purpose. Once again, as this is this particular part of the journey starts to come to a close, Ludwig chooses to play the opening notes of his theme. Once again, to remind us that the next step of his journey is now also just beginning. So I just thought, I thought that was really neat that he um, kind of towards the end of the track buries in um his his notes here. So I'm gonna play out these last little bits here. And I think it's worth noting that as the music kind of comes to its end here, it kind of reach that, reaches that crescendo. Through much of the end of the music, you have the horns playing kind of that regal triumphant music while the strings are kind of in this low, almost minor type of chord progression. Again, to kind of uh, indicate that there are two types of feelings going on here. There are two emotions. There is something triumphant here and at the same time, something really sorrowful as these two characters part ways. And Ludwig here chooses to bring the strings and the horns into uh, into harmony at the end. So it gives us this sense of hope through the music that while this decision to separate these characters is really hard because it is, it's also something that's right. So let me play that ending for you one more time and, and see if you can notice, and I'm sure you can, how the horns and the strings kind of come to meet and kind of create this harmony of notes. So I just caught this um, and 
you know, maybe you did before I did, but <laughs> I just realized as I was playing through that one more time, he plays those first few notes of the Mando theme. There's this almost like brief pause. And that's when musically everything comes into harmony. The strings and the horns come into harmony after he plays those first notes of the Mandalorian theme as if to tell us musically that this is the heroic moment. Um, it is a extremely heroic moment for both characters, both for Grogu and for Din. Uh, for Grogu to be willing to leave this parental figure that he's really come to love. And on the other side, this is a very heroic moment for Din as he lets go of this child that he has really come to love. So again, I just I just wanted to like break this all down because I was just thinking one of my favorite things about this show, of course, is the music that Ludwig gives us. And I think it's just so masterful that the way this track comes to a close is we're given the Mandalorian theme, just a few notes of the intro of it. And then all of the music comes into harmony as if our hero has finally done, uh, not finally, but has once again done this wonderful act of selfless love. Um, and that's how the track closes. And I just think it's brilliant. So there you go. Those are my kind of somewhat rambling thoughts about just one particular track off the, the season two soundtrack. Again, this was the track open the door. Um, and it really captures the emotion of this moment of this moment from the epic entrance of Luke Skywalker, the invitation of the force to uh, take Grogu and do something even more wonderful than he could have thought possible into the wonderful, beautiful, sad emotion of these characters having to say goodbye and closing out with this kind of triumphant piece of music that is full of hope. Um, so those are my thoughts as always. Um, if you've picked up something from this moment, uh, especially in the music that you feel like is worth noting, I'd love to hear it. Um, if, if at any point I said, I wish I knew what this instrument was and you know what it is, please let me know. I love to know those things. I am, as you all know, just very much an amateur when it comes to music. It's just something I really love. Um, and as always, David Collins always makes me want to talk about music and storytelling. And I think just this final five minutes of the season finale of Mandalorian is really letting Ludwig Gorenson tell the story and not just tell it, but let us feel it. And I love that. So there you go. Those are my thoughts. Please let me know if you've got anything that you were thinking about the music in this moment. Um, I'd love to hear it. Uh, and next week we'll be back with our start, a start of a new year in the Wampus Lair. Uh, we'll be looking at season two in its entirety um, next week. So we hope to have you back there. Uh, and just to close out the show, and this is not a Star Wars piece of music, but it is a piece of music that I, that I really love. And I've been thinking a lot about how beautifully this particular song might work for this moment. Um, if you are, I don't know how many of you might be familiar with the artist Jason Mraz, uh, really love a lot of his stuff. He has this song called 93 million miles. And it's just about the reality that sometimes children have to go their own ways, but they can always come back home. And I feel like the music, especially the closing credit music for the finale, which is a beautiful playing of the Mandalorian theme. It's a nice reminder that even though these characters are separated here, that 
um, they're always going to be able to come back to each other, even if it's just um, in their memories or in their hearts. Um, there's a power of that. So I'm going to close out the episode just playing this song by Jason Mraz, mainly because I love it. If you don't like it, you can just turn off the show. <laughs> but um, uh, I'm going to close it out with this. Uh, as always, let me know any of your thoughts. I love to hear them. You can do that on Twitter at Wampas Lair, Facebook Wampas Lair Podcast. Um, DM us on, on Instagram. I use that a lot more than anything else. The underscore Wampas Lair. You can always email us, Wampas Lair Podcast at gmail.com. All that to say, thank you for listening. I appreciate your time. Uh, hopefully you had fun with this just like I did. And we will see you very soon in the Wampas Lair. Get ready, get ready Cause here 
light over the horizon into our 